Hey, this is Jack from Brook Royal, and you are listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go, Blues! get a record and talk about stuff in the midst of a global pandemic so always fun yeah so i uh, hope everybody is holding up well uh we've been doing a couple of little things on our facebook if you go to our facebook page and you know, a couple of things on facebook uh, live we did a little trivia contest last week yeah uh, congrats to you. i thought that you did a fantastic job you and macy hosting trivia and yeah. i liked that uh some of those questions were hard man there's a couple of those that i didn't know yeah, the one that I, uh, for sure was, and it was like one of the first things when I was Googling, like, St. Louis Blues trivia questions, was like, what blue was in Forrest Gump? I'm like, no one? Yeah, I had I no like, idea. Oh, man, yeah, I had no idea. So, I didn't even, I, I hadn't seen me, myself, and Irene in such a long time. Like, he was apparently a police officer in there, too, so I have no so, idea. So, did Shanahan have aspirations of being an actor, I assume? I don't know. I gotta look into that and see if it was just he just knew like a director or just kind of happened because the one that the Forrest Gump thing was like an uncredited role, like he was just like one of the yeah, football players football on the player. thing. So I'm kind of interested to see what it like what, how that came about. So I might do some more research into that. But it was fun doing all that. So uh, thanks for everybody who joined us on there. Uh, we actually have some stuff to talk about, especially this last week where Darn Armstrong is getting all his off season work done. Uh, while the uh, quarantine and slash uh, pandemic well, is going on, most so of it. The, there's still one big one hanging out there. The, the big one, and I think what we'll talk about, I think, is getting done so we can figure out that big one. So we'll talk about yeah, that. Uh, right. The Blues uh, prospect that just signed won a big award, and we'll talk about a couple Indeed. other things that have been going on. Some rumors about the possible playoff implications. Maybe the and we'll talk about the Blues' new uh, post game song, the song that's not replacing Gloria, but this maybe this season's anthem. Oh, so it's a good. It is a good. So, first thing I'm going to talk about is we'll do the signings and some awards winnings. So, first off, we're going to the award. So, the Blues signed their prospect Scott Perunovic uh, last uh, month. So he finally mm-hmm. signed, and it's kind of a it's kind of like a verbal agreement right now, depending on when the season starts. So, if the season starts, he's going to basically burn a year of eligibility this year, and then. Uh, being on uh, basically a two-year deal. If not, the season starts next year, he has a two-year deal starting next season, depending on what is decided. And NHL is okay with that agreement, so Blues are rolling with it. But the big news is he was a finalist for the Hobie Baker Memorial Award, and he won the award. So um, That's a big deal. Last, yeah, last year's winner was uh, Kyle um, Maker, Macker, I don't know how to say that. Maybe I'm making uh, he won in 2019, so he's, a, you know, obviously the Colorado Avalanche defenseman who's played really well and had a lot of comparison. You know, Scott Peronovich has had a lot of comparisons to him, so I think it's a really good uh, thing. So he won a – basically, the Holy Breaker is the MVP slash college's top hockey year. player. Yeah. It's, the, it's, the, it's the college hockey equivalent to the Heisman. Yes, and he – at the University of Minnesota Duluth, um, they won back-to-back championships. They're going for a uh, – repeat 
And unfortunately, the season was canceled due to the uh, coronavirus pandemic. So he didn't get a chance, and which is why he decided to turn pro and sign with the Blues. And I think that was a big deal for the Blues to get him locked up. Uh, he's going to be somebody who, believe it or not, might make the team next year, depending on how things shake out. He's got a chance. Let's put it that way. He can play himself into the conversation pretty easily. So in your uh, in your search of Blues trivia, did you come across this? Is this the first Hobie Baker Award winner for the Blues? It is. And believe it or not, it is not. Uh, one of the Blues, uh, Tony Herkick. Her Herkick, right? H-R-K. Wow, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was an award winner. But the Blues have had a numerous amount of other players who have, like, not been drafted by the Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, Peter Senya. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. Hobie Baker winner. He was signed by the Blues, but he wasn't drafted. He was, undra- he was un- undrafted free agent when we did it. I know so. you had finalists. Craig Janney was the finalist. Correct. And also, believe it or not, the last year's uh, pickup, Michael Delzato, was actually. So yep, that's little, true. So, had, so there's a lot of different uh, Hobie Baker winners, so I, I'm going to do some more. I wrote that down as a look-into um, thing for our next trivia, because it looks like I'm going to find another one since we had a pretty good response. So congrats to Scott uh, Perunovich for uh, his award-winning season. So next, we'll talk about a little fun thing before we get into the um, signings. So with the whole season on pause, the St. Louis Blues had like this, right before with the day the playoffs were supposed to start in April, they had all the St. Louis Blues together on like a Zoom call kind of with, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name, Catherine Tappen and somebody else. And they yep. kind of asked some questions and just, you know, it was funny watching some of them. I felt like Schwartz and Bortuzzo trying to get some Zoom backgrounds and they were messing around with it constantly and everybody else was kind of, uh, I think Dunn and somebody else was on the same call together. But they had a lot of the Blues. Most of the Blues team was on the call. Um, I don't remember. I don't, yeah, Tarasenko was on there. I'm trying to remember if I remember somebody I noticeably was absent, but I can't remember who it was. I think they had everybody. I, I think. Yeah, I think it was pretty much everybody. I, I believe so. So uh, everybody was there. So I guess they were talking about the Gloria and stuff like that, and Vince Dunn kind of let it slip, but yet – Blues fans, I've, a couple of people caught this online when they were showing post-game celebrations. They heard this song in the background, and it's been kind of lightly talked about amongst Blues fans. So the Blues picked a new, basically a new victory song after they win uh game. And it was going to be the victory song in the playoffs, I guess. But the uh, song is amazing, mind you. Uh, Party All the Time by the one and only Eddie Murphy. It is widely considered one of the worst songs of all time because Eddie Murphy, as good as he can act, that's how bad he can sing. Yeah, it was, it was, he was the lead single on his debut album. So he, uh, <laughs> Fun fact, there was no follow-up album. No. You want to hear the crazy part is, which I should, maybe should use this for a, uh, I'll use it for a trivia thing, so, but I think it's interesting. Like you said, the, one of the worst songs of all time, but believe it or not, it peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Of course it did. He was one of the biggest actors in the world. Yeah, so everybody listened to it for one week, and they're like, ooh, that's uh, that's not great. That is not great. Mind you, and which is no surprise to Chris, obviously, that is 100% on my iPod before this even came up. <laughs> so as me and my love for not really great music, uh, that was definitely on my iPod uh, as I purchased that. So uh, party all the time by Eddie Murphy. Hopefully the Blues get used that this year. We're really hoping the Blues get to play the next season. Unknown. Uh, we'll talk about some possible rumors about the getting the season in a little bit later in the podcast. 
uh, excuse me. So, for a trio of signings on back-to-back-to-back days this week. Uh, Doug Armstrong was busy this week uh, locking in some of his younger players and another player who came over in a trade this year. So the first one came up is Sammy Blay agreed to a two-year contract extension for uh, an average deal of $1.5 million. So two years, $3 million. Uh, he's only had 11 games this year due to his uh, shoulder injury. Had a goal and two assists. He was just getting back into the swing of things. He was a six-round pick for the Blues in 2014, and he would have been an RFA in the offseason. Uh, I think he fits perfectly into what Craig Brube does. So what do you think about the signing? I think it's a fantastic deal. I think it's a win for both sides. We didn't have to spend a ton of money. Uh, we lock him up, and I, I think you're right. He fits in perfectly as a role player in this team, and I'm glad he's here to stay, at least for a little bit longer. Yeah, 100%. And I, I would, right before we start recording, and right now we're recording on April 19th, and they're re-showing Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals uh, on Fox Sports Midwest, which is kind of awesome to see, especially since the NBC showed that. You know, I didn't I didn't really think they would let them show it. So it's pretty great that they got to show it this week to have some kind of filler for the Blues fans out there. So they showed all the Blues wins this week and that one today. So I uh, just watched him, you know, lay a huge hit on the first goal. Like, I kind of forgot. Like, he had a huge hit to hold the puck into the end, took it behind the net, and he was would have been the he was basically the third assist on the goal. He's the one who cycled it back to Petro, who cycled it to Bowmeister, and then uh, O'Reilly tipped it in for the first goal, which set the tone for the Blues and the Blues win in Game Seven. So I like the deal a lot, to say the least. And I also like this deal. I like this deal as well, which some people were a little skeptical and kind of started jumping to conclusions, in my opinion. Uh, the Blues decided to lock up a newly, well, newly acquired. He only played in uh, 11 games for the Blues this year. Uh, Marco Scandella, he's a 30 years old. Uh, the Blues signed him for a two-to-new four-year deal, and that's going to take him at 3.275 per year, so about what um, Jay Bomeister is making this year, a little bit, he's a little bit the longer. The head. And he said, I think he's fit in tremendously. He's never been a massive yeah. scorer. But he's definitely a younger version of Jay Bomeister. And I think Bomeister, unfortunately, is not going to be able to continue his career due to that cardiac event he had earlier this year, in, I think in February. So 100%. it's weird. Doesn't that seem like it's forever ago? It does. It seems like it's a lifetime ago. But, I, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that this signing uh, is, the, is the telltale sign that Jay Bomeister uh, is not coming back. And I think that Scandella, for the money, seems to fit in well with his team. And I think he can take over that Bowmeister role very easily and very well. Yep. And obviously, people are now speculating that this money, you know, now we're not, no, not going to have money to sign Petrangelo, which which I agree. Right now, the Blues have only, if you go by the this year's cap, which has been rumored, Andy Strickland put out a post this week and has been kind of sort of debunked by some uh, – some uh, the uh, NHL insiders. There we go. I was trying to say about like the cap is not going to be flat. That's not been decided yet. But if it stays flat, the Blues have about five million dollars to play with right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I've seen a lot of people say the trading. Uh, the ones that make sense to me, your left side is definitely actually used to be kind of a, not a weakness per se, but you didn't have really much on that side. And now with the Scandella signing and the Peronovich signing, you're kind of starting to get a lot of guys 
uh, locked in on that left side. And it's done to RFA. I, the Blues will definitely lock him up this off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scandella's locked up now. Uh, Nico Mikula signed a one-year deal earlier this year, one year one way. So there's three left-handers right there. Plus you have one more year of Carl Gunnarsson. So you have eight defensemen right now locked in, or seven defensemen because Petrangelo is still unrestricted. So I think as much as people say, you know, like, oh, that means Petro is gone, I think the Blues have some wiggle room in my opinion. I think they have some guys that are easily, not easily tradable, but definitely tradable assets out there. Agreed. And, you know, when, when the time comes, we'll, we'll dive deeper to the Petro um, discussion. Um I want him to stay, but I also don't want this team to handcuff themselves to him um, at the expense of the rest of the team. Uh, you know, we have said many times over the course of last year, talking about the team winning the Cup and this season, dealing with the injury to Tarasenko, this is a team that the sum of the parts are greater than any one individual. Uh, if you had told people at the start of this season, hey, you're going to lose your marquee offensive player for nearly the entire season. How's your team going to do? I don't think there's many people in this in the NHL, be it reporting base or fan base or whatever, that would have predicted that with you know roughly ten games to go, the St. Louis Blues would be first place in the West without Tarasenko for almost a full year. Um, so I think that. I would love to keep Petro, but I don't want to shackle ourselves to him just for the sake of keeping him. If the price tag is too high, the price tag is too high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there's been a couple of rumors for the obviously from the cap situation. Um, there's rumors that they're talking about with because the cap is in the very broad terms right now tied to your hockey related revenue. So obviously the blue, obviously the NHL is not getting any revenue right now. A lot like a lot of people and a lot of companies. So if that's tied to that, the cap might go way down. So I'm my guess is they'll probably keep it about the same, and then they'll address it after the fact if they don't get the season mm-hmm. in somehow. Um, and the other rumor is is that they might go back and have a free compliance buyout per team. And that's the awesome. rumor that got floated around. And a lot of people said if that happens, you can easily see the Blues as much as I like him. Uh, and I see the Blues, they could do a couple of players that come up right away that you can compliance buyout. So the compliance buyout is different than a regular buyout. Uh, the cap doesn't hit, it doesn't hit your cap when you buy somebody out. Right. So if the Blues buy somebody out, then you're just basically giving them the money for the last year to walk away. Uh, a lot of people think like Alexander Steen, Tyler Bozak, due to the glut of forwards you kind of have, uh, would be prime. I can see, I can see Steen being bought out before Bozak. I agree on that one because I like I like I like both, but I think when the scheme and like trust me, I really like what he does. But at the same time, you have guys that does what he does, and that's in like Barbashev, Blay. Uh, you have a lot of bottom six forwards that kind of kind of do that now, and penalty killer, hardworking guys. So we'll see what happens with the cap, but I think it's a good. I think the Scandella deal is a good deal. You need him and Pareko have been like really great together and I think that's a pairing that you need to keep together for a while and it brings uh, Scandell to age 34 and at that time if you need to sign him you can go to one year deals after that so kind of like what they did with Bo Meester after his deal was up he had a one year deal and Jeremy Rutherford has a tweet this week that said 
if Bo Meester was obviously that did not happen to him, there was discussion of having another one year deal after this if he wanted to play. So yeah. they were pretty much going to bring him back. He, as is. he turned his his career around last this season and the year prior. Uh, before that, I think we all knew that he was not a hundred percent to say the least. Um, yeah, I think that that hip injury from a couple of years from like three years ago, he was it just set him back so bad that. But he he, just wasn't he played himself. fantastic last year and played good this year too. You hate to see anyone's career get cut short due to a health thing, uh, but at the same time, if he decides to walk away, I don't think there's anyone who can fault him in that. No, and uh, it'd be hard. I'd be hard pressed to see if he would uh, risk coming back, considering all this. I mean. Not like he hasn't done anything in his career. The guy has won so much and done so much in his career. There's really not much left for him to do. I mean, defend the cup is about the last thing he really had after winning it. So, agreed. Um, so he was pretty much. I think he's done a lot, and we'll see. What, but we'll see what happens with him in the off season. So we have one more contract extension to talk about. So another uh, bottom six forward, Mackenzie um, McEachern, agrees to a one-way deal for two years, an average of nine hundred thousand dollars, so one point eight million dollars for two years. Um, I like him. Like once again, like Belay, he fits the mold of what Brube likes to do. Guy goes around and hits. Uh, he's potting some goals this year too. And then he kind of got into the – he got injured a little bit, but then he's still doing well this year. Set a career high in games played, 51, seven goals and 10 points. So in his short career, he has uh, 15 points in 80 games. So not too bad, consider all considering. And he got a, a, a contract extension out of it. So – like I said, good signing. Uh, he's a guy that I really thought year, for the last couple of years, I kept seeing his name as in like, oh, he's still with us and on the minor league team. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I really thought he would, you know, not be with us anymore. I haven't heard about that guy in forever. And he, he got called up last year and hasn't really looked back. So, uh, congrats. He has definitely made the most of it. Yeah. So, uh, and my daughter's favorite player just because she's like, oh, a guy's named McKenzie too. So she, you know likes him for that reason. So made her day knowing that he would be back for another couple of years. So Blues lock up three guys. We talked about the Petro uh, situation, you know, being a little bit in flux. But I think the Blues have a couple of trades. Like we talked about the compliance buyout, the trade. Jake Allen is number one on my mind due to mm-hmm. Billy Huso having a one-way deal too. So and Jake Allen making $4 million. I think you can definitely, there's goaltending hungry teams out there. So I think you'll definitely find he has no trade protection either, which is people just want to trade Bozak, but he has a full no trade, so it'd be kind of hard to trade him. So, all right, so let's talk about these little rumors. So about the playoff rumors. So a couple of different things. I guess we, if you can correct me as I go too, I have some notes written down. So one of the rumors is everybody plays in a neutral site with no fans. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I, I've heard, and that seems to be the the popular one going around if you listen to uh, NHL radio on satellite, is that they're talking about taking all 16 teams, taking them to a neutral site somewhere relatively remote, like South Dakota or somewhere around there, putting them all up and basically treating the NHL playoffs like a TV tournament where everybody plays on the same ice, there's no fans. Um, the upside of this, is that you can play on back-to-back nights. You don't have travel days. Uh, you can relatively quickly 
get through the tournament. Um, obviously, it takes some of the um, fanfare away from it, but you will at least get a Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, so I know some teams are a little upset because they're, you know, there's still games left and they could have made the playoffs. That's the other thing they're trying to figure out. Can they get some games in? Or they might expand the playoffs and make it like 24 teams. So then they kind of have like play your way in and and then we kind of have like a round robin type thing or just like, so example, uh, the Phoenix Coyotes are outside the playoffs, so they have to play in game and they have to keep winning. And then they'd be waiting for like, let's say the Blues or Colorado who are near the top of the division. So they keep going until they get to that. So that's another one that's been batted around to help the teams that were closing in on playoff spots, but, you know, could have maybe made the playoffs. So the teams that are in the playoffs could fall out of the playoffs. Uh, the Blues are not one of those teams because they're very much in the lead, but some of those teams on the bottom and some of the teams in the Pacific were, you know, within a handful of points of being out of the playoffs. So, yeah, it's real interesting. The whole no fan thing is interesting, and then I don't, like, I don't know the revenue part of that because I thought, I thought you would need fans to get revenue, you know, that helps for it, but I know if it's maybe the TV contract would be part of the revenue, but I don't know if that's, like, prepaid um, type thing, you know. And obviously with sponsors and stuff like that. So, like, they start the playoffs, do sponsors, let's just say, for example, let's just say Bud Light pays them X amount of dollars just for their playoff, you know, whatever. Or, you know, Santa Cup Finals sponsored by McDonald's or whatever. And there's McDonald's, they have that to deal with, and then that dollars come in. But there's no fans, so it's kind of, you know, it's one of those weird things, which I'm trying to figure out, like, if they want to get the games in, because they definitely need the revenue, but at the same time, if you don't have fans, well, I think that's what that's what I'm saying. Your TV advertising revenue would go up because you would be taking, you know, we'll just say an average of seventeen thousand fans per game, and those would be extra eyes on TV every night because they wouldn't be in the arena. Um, obviously, I think the individual teams would lose money because you're not going to have concessions and things like that. But your your TV numbers, you would think, would be more robust because you would have that many more people per night watching on TV as opposed to the people going to the game uh, and things like that or going out to bars to watch games or what have you. Um, so I would think – that the advertising revenue uh, would be more. Uh, you still would have merch, although it would be all online sold merch except instead of, you know, stuff being sold at the arena. But, uh, yeah, I think the, the, the league would make it some money, but I don't know how that would go down to the individual teams because the teams obviously would not be hosting games or selling concessions or things like that. Yeah, so it's real interesting to see what the dynamics are, and I'm sure that stuff will start to come out as rumors come out. Uh, like, obviously, the big one, I know L.A.'s um, mayor said that he shut down all large gatherings until the end of the year. So you're talking, well, that like, makes, for example, uh, that baseball, baseball season's wiped out. Yeah, Jujori is super happy right now because they won't be uh, real standing. see his quote? Well, something like basically if a team gets – Get to play the playoffs now and wins. Uh, they're not a real stand. It's not a real Stanley Cup champion. Well, someone asked him about his thoughts on finishing off the season. You know, basically firing it back up, playing the last 12, 12, 10 to twelve games of the year. 
and then during the playoffs, he's just like, eh, I'm good. Yeah, like he's and fine. He's like, I got my got my money. Um, well, the, the Kings have literally nothing to play for. They would yeah, be they've been out of it. They've been out of it since. Games. And yeah, they they've been out of it since said, November. Yeah, and they asked him. They said, "Well, do you think that your point of view would be different if you were in the middle of a playoff chase?" He was like, "Yeah, probably." So at least he's honest. But I mean, yeah. you got to think if, if I'm playing for the Kings or the Ducks or the Sharks, the, sen- the Senators, or Ottawa. Or yeah. yeah, some of these teams were like, you you have nothing to play for, dude. I don't want to. I, I don't want to get back at it for ten to twelve games for nothing. Why? Like, yeah, risk risk injury or something. He's back like home in, in London, Ontario, on his ranch, and he's like, I, I'm good. I don't need to go back to L.A. until September. Yeah. So the other rumor is, is like, they, if they're not going to start games, they wouldn't start games till they would start in June, finish out the season, start playoffs in July and August. Uh, take September and uh, October off and then start the season at the beginning of November, not have any bye weeks and not have an all-star game and then have the season like normal. Because Terry Bettman said over and over again that he does not want to compromise next season to deal with this season. So it's very interesting. On, yeah, it's very interesting, and he's, you know, all the all the commissioners of all the sports met with the president, trying to figure things out. Um, they said they might things are going to open back up. I, I just don't know, man. Like, it seems like day to day there's some promise and there's, but then there's also caution. So I just, I mean, playing with no fans is one thing. I heard baseball is doing something similar. They want to get all the teams in Arizona on two two fields in Arizona and play the and play there the same way they're talking about the hockey. So yeah. I don't and play half a season there, um, and then I think you know, due to uh, I think you might have shared the article on uh, Facebook the other day talking about uh, one guy said about concerts might not get back in the swing until fall of next year. You're talking well, about a full year before things happen. Yeah, I think that you're going to see single day events happen, but I think the big three day concerts like Coachella, Lollapalooza. Louder Than Life, Rock on the Range, these big, gigantic weekend-long festivals. I think they're done until 2021. Um, you know, the the concert um, business as it is is just in upheaval, and you have so many tours that have been postponed that um, it's going to be hard once they do finally start lifting all these restrictions. For all these people to get new dates booked, um, you know, obviously people saw this week that Ticketmaster changed their uh, return policy, much to the chagrin of many people. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a small, s- slow, methodical walk back to normal once we're allowed to start gathering again. Um, yeah, because like I this would, year is supposed I, I to be the. I, I would suspect that if there's a Stanley Cup playoff this year, that there's no fans in attendance. Yeah, that's my guess too. That's definitely going to be fanless if they get this thing in. Uh, and then later this year, maybe something will happen with getting people together. Who knows? Or they might, like I've seen people saying, like, Webs, if they, they open things up, but they don't sell every seat. They sell, like, every other seat or every two seats. So you can still fit, like, in a 20,000-seat arena, you fit 10,000 fans, which would be weird-looking, you know? 
to some people that, but still 10,000 people in one area. So mm-hmm. a lot of interesting goes on. So like we, like we like bringing it back because in large gatherings in general, like we said, concerts this year, so it's to be, like I said, like you, as you well know, year of concerts because so many people are doing these huge yeah. concerts and other bands are coming back. And uh, like my big one is a month away now. And I, I was, you know, I'm super bummed that it's at least postponed. Uh, but, you know, so like, I know a lot of people look for a radius machine, this one. I know Tool was another one yep. that people did around. So it's just a lot of concerts are shut down or postponed for later this year. Hopefully they can fit them in. Uh, something that me and you have done in the past, we went to Comic San Diego Comic Con. That was completely canceled mm-hmm. this week. So you're talking wow. about hundreds of thousands of people. So that's, that's big money too. That's a huge thing mm-hmm. for San Diego. That city is that city. So it's a lot of yeah. money. So yeah. So anyway, so a lot of things are interesting with gatherings and sports. Uh, it's just gonna be, as we like we as you can tell, we have not had too much to talk about. So luckily, with these signings, we're able to do kind of a podcast and put some stuff together. So uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up there for uh, this week. Like I said, a short one. A couple weeks we had a little bit of blues news for once, right? So let's we'll take yeah, the signings yeah. and have something at least to talk about. So I'll go upstairs and maybe try to watch the Blues win the uh, Stanley Cup again. Uh, so we'll go ahead and do that. So if you want to get hold of us on Twitter, it's at Blues Hockey NHL. And Chris is at? I'm at Hossapalooza. Uh, remember to find us on uh, Facebook and Instagram. It's at Blues Hockey Podcast. And uh, you can find the podcast. And remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Pocket Cast, and many more. Uh, also, the most important one, go to our website, blueshockeypodcast.net. Uh, go on there, click on the merchandise tab, and go ahead and find yourself uh, a Blues Hockey Podcast shirt, and go ahead and purchase one. There's a, a couple of new ones we added out there from earlier this season. There's a total, I think, six or seven now. We just keep chugging them out. So go ahead and just uh, buy those. There's a bunch of different ways you can support the podcast. So buy one of those, help us out, uh, keep this thing going. Um, so I guess the last thing on air, I'm like I, like I said, the trivia thing, I think we'll kind of keep doing that for a while. Uh, there's a way to kind of keep a – uh, some engagement with you guys, and you know, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So I've been working on a way to get Chris to we, we make sure we're social distancing and have Chris involved at the same time. So working on something to have both of us do it so we can kind of go back and forth with questions and stuff. So if not, we'll, I'll continue to do the uh, trivia, at least for a little bit here, as long as I have prizes uh, to give away. So uh, on that note, the trivia, once again, Thanks to Rockstar Taco Shack for sponsoring us. That was pretty awesome of our uh, good friend Will to step up and, you know, sponsor the thing when we kind of – we had some stuff going. We had some conversations about doing some stuff, and he kind of just said, you know what, if you got the ideas, head my way. And I threw that out there, and he was more than willing to help us out. We had a couple of gift cards to give away. Uh, we also have an awesome special that's good until uh, May 15th. It is a buy one, get one free taco just all you gotta do is mention blues mm. hockey podcast when you call rockstar taco shack and that phone number is 636-395-7454 so go ahead and call them at 636-395-7454 yeah and I, so. I gotta tell you if you're in st charles county you have no excuse for not going to visit rockstar taco shack but even if you're not i know people you don't like coming across the river and look it's a fat guy I know I know two things in life, and that's hockey and food. And uh, I'm telling you, man, the, what Will, what Chef Will Pelly is able to do 
uh, with tacos is pretty damn good. Um, so do yourself a favor. You ain't got nothing else to do. You want to get out of the house. Uh, take a drive. Go to Newtown. Get yourself a couple of tacos. These aren't like Taco Bell tacos. They're not, they're not or Jack in the Box tacos. They're not tiny. No. It's about half full. Like, you're going to go two tacos. You're going to be full. And um, there's picnic tables if you want to eat there and not be around people. There, there's no inside seating. Want to eat them in your car? Eat them in your car. But I'm telling you, man, if it's a good day this week or a good day this coming weekend, get your ass in the car, drive out to Newtown, go to Rockstar Taco Shack, get the Rockstar dust on your tacos. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. Yeah, they're open Tuesday through Saturday, 4 to 9 p.m. They have curbside uh, service, and they also have free delivery if you're in the Newtown and Charlestown area. So if not, just give them a call. And order some tacos and mention Blue Hockey Podcast and get a free buy one, get one taco. That's of any taco, even their special tacos that he has every day on their website, on their website, on their Facebook page, Will does some kind of special taco. And they're not your regular tacos. They're pretty, Will, he always comes, he thinks outside the box quite a bit and does some awesome he's a He's a bona fide chef. This isn't like a live cook who's like growing ground beef, lettuce, and cheese in the, in the tortilla shell and shoving it out the window. Like, this is some gourmet stuff. Um, so follow him online, see what he's got cooking, literally, and uh, and take the drive out there. You will not be disappointed, I'm telling you. The, the guy is a wizard uh, in the kitchen. So hopefully that made everybody hungry enough to go out there now So with us uh, talking about it. So thanks again, guys, and uh, hopefully we get some – hockey or some kind of news coming up soon and we'll bring you some more podcasts but uh, for now we'll, we'll talk to you guys hopefully soon see you guys see you.